A big, warm Yorkshire welcome to the Cup of Confidence podcast, where we talk everything confidence, mindset, self-belief and happiness. My name is Helen Walker and I'm a self-development coach, a mum of two young boys and founder of the Cup of Confidence project, helping ambitious women get unstuck and make stuff happen. I know firsthand how hard and unfilling life can be when you feel anything but confident. I also know that building your confidence and creating happiness doesn't have to be complicated. So recently I've been thinking a lot about this podcast and I've mostly been thinking about it because I've been struggling to keep up with creating a weekly episode and to be truthful Something that I loved creating has started to freak me out a little bit because on more than one occasion, I've gone, oh my God, it's Tuesday and I need to research a script. I've got to record it. I've got to edit a podcast because I've got one coming out tomorrow. And quite frankly, it started to stress me out. So I thought, how do I get the love back? What do I need to do to get the love back for my podcast? Now, I'm all about making life easier for myself. So I sat down and I thought, okay, what do I need to do? What do I do best? And I thought, you know what? It's to talk from the heart, to talk about my own life experiences, share my own battles, talk about how I've built confidence, how I've struggled with self-doubt and still do to this day. You know, how my imposter syndrome knocks me off my game, which is a lot, because that way I don't need a script because I know it all. It's all up here. I'm pointing to my head, by the way. And it's also a realisation that my old perfectionist tendencies had crept up on me without me even realising because the mindset gremlins are good like that. They disappear. Then right when you think they're gone and take your eye off the ball... They come back and bite you on the ass. And I'd fallen into that trap that everything has to be perfect. And even though I look back on every single episode that I've ever created, I realise that, you know, I know this stuff inside out. I don't need to research it. I don't need a script. But that little mindset gremlin, that perfection, made me doubt myself. Because I wanted my podcast to be perfect. And, And don't get me wrong, I want this to be amazing. I want women all over the world to be inspired, to feel more confident, to have more self-belief and take action on their dreams and aspirations and things that they really want to make happen. But I've also realised that it doesn't have to be perfect and actually okay is good enough. But of course, those mindset gremlins running around my head completely fooled me. So that's a really long-winded way of saying that my podcast might have a, um, well, a different feel to it, I suppose. And you'll have to let me know what you think. If you don't like it, tell me. I'm a Yorkshire lass, we're thick-skinned, I can take it. So let me know. But if you love it, which I hope you do, why not leave me a review on iTunes? So I'd best get on with the show, really, hadn't I? Because, yeah, this, this podcast, this episode, is not actually about perfection, believe it or not. I wanted to talk about something that I know um, inside out that I can talk from the heart about and that is becoming a mum. Well actually more specifically 
what happens when you become a mum. Even more specifically, about losing your identity when you become a mum. Because this is what's happened to me. So I best give you a bit of a backstory and you might even be able to relate to, to what I'm saying. Let me know if you're, you know, if you're listening to this and you end up shouting, oh my God, that's me. Let me know, get in touch and let me know. So for years, I worked in the corporate world, recruitment to be exact. And if I'm honest, it was something that I fell into. It was never a career choice. It wasn't something that I sat down with my careers advisor and says, do you know what? I'd like to work in recruitment. Never happened that way. I just fell into it. Now, not that there's anything wrong with recruitment, but it was just never my thing. I still spent over 10 years working in the recruitment industry. And it turned out that I was pretty good at it. I never loved it, but I was always really good at it. Never loved it, but I was always really good at it. And I made lots of money doing it. I even went to live in Dubai for four years and made tax-free money doing it. Hence why I probably stayed in it for longer than I should have done. And here's a bonus tip. Never do anything just for the money. But that's a whole nother episode right there. Now, I pretty much made it onto every high flyer event that there was in my company. And this was for the folk who'd basically made the most money and were treated to a VIP weekend or a holiday or a little mini break or a day out. And this was really my first taste of success. And then I decided that I wanted to start my own recruitment business. And three months in, I was flying. My business was growing, life felt easy. I was at the top of my game again. And then I retrained. After a couple of years, I decided to retrain. And I decided that I needed to follow my passion. I needed to do something that lit me up on the inside, that made me want to get out of bed, that motivated me, um, that I was really passionate about. And I became a coach. And after a few tweaks of finding out what I really wanted to do, I decided to specialise in helping women build their confidence because this is what I'd done. I'd done lots of work on my mindset. I built my self-belief. I built my self-esteem. And I'd become this much more confident person. So I decided that's exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to help women who were in exactly the situation I was become the person they wanted to be, which is exactly what I do today. Then after retraining, um, you know, I worked for a, a year or so as a coach and then I had my first son, Samuel. And I kind of took time off, kind of did maternity leave, but I kind of didn't at the same time. So for two years, I kind of flitted between these two roles that I had. So by day, I was a mummy. Um, and then as soon as he napped or went to bed in the evening, there I was, I'd get out my laptop and I'd start working. And although it was a real juggling act, I enjoyed both roles in equal measure. Loved being a mum, but I also loved my business and what that gave me. And loads of people told me um, to give up my business and said, you know, it's impossible to do both. You've kind of... We can't really pick one, you, you know, the, the, the picking is there for you, the, the choosing is done, um, you'll have to give up your business. But I was like a dog with a bone and I refused to give it up because this was like my firstborn, if you like, you know, I'd had this business before I'd even thought about having children and the idea of giving it up was just, it was, it was just unthinkable. And if someone tells me not to do something, 
the more I dig my heels in and go, well, I'll show you. And then a year ago, I had my second son, Henry, and he um, completed our family, shall we say. I mean, that's also code for saying, my God, two is enough. Thank you very much, because it's exhausting. So as we stand here today, um, what is it, March 2021, I'm three years in to this parenting lark. And I'd like to sit here and say that I've got all this juggling act nailed. You know, running a business and looking after kids, um, I've got it nailed. But who the hell am I kidding? Because either one of those is incredibly tough. Two together would test a saint. But I'm not actually talking about how do I juggle everything and fit work around being a mum. That's kind of the easy bit. I'm actually talking about working out who I am. And to be honest, since having two sons, there's days when I don't know who the heck I am. As in, I literally do not know what my role is, who I am, what I'm supposed to do. There's the career woman, the ambitious woman, who is successful, who has pretty much smashed everything she's done in the past. And then there's the mum me, neck deep in Play-Doh me, food all over my clothes me. And because right now I don't have the luxury of time like I used to before having kids, I don't earn the same money as I used to. And this really, really pains me to admit it. I somehow feel like everyone's going to judge me. Or they'll think, well, she can't be a very good coach. If she's not, if she's not making as much money as she used to, um, then she can't be very good. She must have lost a touch. You know, if she's not a millionaire, if she's not raking it in, then clearly she's not very good at a job. You know, and I start thinking about all these people I see on Instagram. And when I'm having a bad day, I start comparing myself to these people. Because actually money used to be a really big part of my identity. My success was a big part of who I was. And somehow I feel like I'm failing because I'm not as, in inverted commas, as successful as I once was. And I would like to point out that the level of success I had before was actually, on reflection, the result of some really unhealthy working habits, um, a massive lack of boundaries, and saying yes to everything, like working mad hours, toxic cultures. You know, is that success? But even though I know that, and I have a much healthier, happier life now, you know, on the whole, I'm doing air commas again, air, air speech marks. You know, even though now, on the whole, I'm way more successful overall than I ever was in the past, I sometimes struggle with recognising that woman in the mirror. I mean, even Samuel's teacher calls me mummy. Now, in her defence, I couldn't remember all those names either. So I would call everybody mummy and daddy. It's way safer. You never make mistakes. You never call somebody the wrong name. But sometimes I just want to shout, I'm Helen. I'm not, I'm not just a mummy. Don't you know I'm a business owner? I'm respected for God's sake. I change people's lives. But of course, she sees me as Samuel's mummy. Which of course she does. And then... There's the conflict I have when I'm talking to the other mums at drop-off. There they are, all buzzing off to work after school drop-off, whilst I'm heading home 
to be this part-time mum and part-time business owner. And sometimes I long for that distinction between my roles so I know where I am, I know which version of me I should be in. Now, don't get me wrong. Everything I'm talking about is my decision. I wanted kids and I love them more than life itself. I wanted my own business. I wanted to look after my children rather than send them to full-time nursery. These are all my choices, which often helps me just to remind myself of that fact. Um, Just so I can take back control that these are my choices. I made them. These are mine. I can own these. I'm not a victim in this. I'm in control of all this. But some days I have conflict with who I am and what my role is. You know, one minute I'm picking up spaghetti off the floor and the next I'm signing a new client to work with for the next six months. And it causes arguments with Chris. He'll often refer to it as, uh, oh, you're in one of those moods, are you? And he's right. You know, it's a mood that I've got myself into more because I feel confused and conflicted. You know, we've agreed together that this is how we wanted our life to be. It's what we both wanted. When we had a family, this is what we both wanted. We are both still in agreement with this is what we want. Yet sometimes, and if I'm really honest with myself, I'm a tad jealous. There, I said it, I'm a bit jealous. Because let's not beat around the bush. Looking after kids is frigging hard. It's the best job I've ever had, but it's hard. It's way harder than running a business. A million times harder than running a business. It's mentally hard, it's physically hard, it's emotionally hard. You've got to have the patience of a saint. It's tough. And at times it's exhausting. I mean, some days I can spend three hours picking up stuff. You know, an hour in itself picking up Lego. While he gets to hide away in the office and work uninterrupted. Can you imagine that? Uninterrupted. Because he's the breadwinner. And if I'm honest, this drives me insane. This is my thing. This is what I hang on to. Because when we first met, we earned the same money. But now, in my mind, that's full of mindset gremlins, there's an imbalance to our relationship. Now, of course, there isn't. But in my mind, there is. And I have to remind myself that actually I've got two jobs and one of them is unpaid, zero holidays and limited benefits. And before COVID, he actually got to leave the house and go to work surrounded by other people. He never lost his old identity when we started a family. He's still Chris with a job title, a desk and an expense account. And this is no way man bashing. I mean, I'm surrounded by men. I'm outnumbered in our house. And this is just, I suppose, how I feel. And if you're screaming out listening to this in disagreement, um, then you've got to email me and tell me. But I think for women, or let's rephrase that because I'm too scared of internet trolls, that for me, that as much as having kids is the most wonderful thing that has ever happened to me, it also means that I've had to give up part of me and who I am. And maybe that's just being a parent, I don't know. But I just don't see the same level of sacrifice 
for men as it is for women when you start a family. Because for men, and again, this is, this is my opinion. I want to hear from you what you feel about this. I feel like I'm opening a can of worms here. But for me, for a man, kids add in every way. But you still get to be who you used to be. Maybe with a little bit less sleep, but you're still that dad and you're still that employee or that person that runs a business. Now, I don't want people listening to think in any way, shape or form that I don't love my kids or they're a burden or I regret having them or anything like that. You can hear my mum guilt coming out now, can't you? But I do think it's different for men and women when it comes to kids and losing your identity. I feel like I've opened a massive can of worms there and I feel like the internet trolls are going to be all over this. Um, But, you know, I invite you to, to let me know what you think. Do you agree? Is this how it is for you? Have you lost your identity? Do, has your partner lost your ident- his identity? Uh, maybe you're a man listening to this and getting really angry and going, do you know what? You've got no idea how it is for me. And, and you're right. I've no idea how it is from a man's perspective. But this is my perspective and this is how I feel about it. But heck, he gets to use two hands to eat his dinner and nobody at any point runs behind him naked when he's on a really serious Zoom call. And some days, I just want that to be me. That's all. But like I say, now I'm saying all this, the guilt is setting in. Oh my God, the guilt. The mum guilt. Even thinking, I want to be able to wee without an audience, sends me into a spiral of mum guilt. How could I even think that? How could I even want that? How could I even want five minutes peace? Five minutes on my own. I must be such a bad person. Then I start to feel greedy and selfish for even thinking about five minutes on my own. And I ask Chris, I say, you know, have you ever had these feelings? Have you ever thought like this? Have you ever questioned who you are? Or have you ever thought that you've lost your identity? And then he looks at me as if I've asked him, you know, do they do KFC on Mars? And he just looks and goes, um, no, what what, what are you on about? And it's this constant pull of emotions, this drive to be successful, this this ambitious nature of who I am versus this overwhelming parental drive that I have to nurture these little bundles of joy gifted to me. So what the hell do we do? I can't leave it there, can I? I can't leave you with no answers because it would be nothing more than a moan. Well, hands up, I'm work in progress, as I'm sure. In fact, I'm convinced most mums are work in progress. Because there's barely a session goes by that I don't talk to my coach about the mum guilt and the identity thing. So here's what I've learned so far. I'm not that person I used to be, which is a blessing because carrying on trying to work the ridiculous hours I used to was nothing short of an early grave. This juggling woman who sometimes gets it all right and sometimes fails miserably, well, that's my new identity. Well, it is until they move out anyway. And that's okay. I'm happy with that. Well, on a good day, I'm happy with that. On the days when the mindset gremlins are running wild, it's a different story. But on the whole, that's okay. And I'm happy with it. You know, what am I trying to prove? Because I'm the happiest, the most fulfilled, the most confident version of me right now that I've ever been. I have everything I want. I'm happy in my own skin. I have two amazing children. I have a brilliant partner. I run a business doing what I love. 
How is that not successful? How is that not having an identity? It's just a different version of success that I need to create a stronger connection with to be able to relate to that new version of me. Because it's only three years old, this new version of me. It's going to take some time just to catch up so that it feels like me. And I've also come to realise that there isn't a mum in the world who doesn't feel a little bit confused with who they are and what their role is in life. It's just that some hide it better than others. And I've also realised that I actually quite like this version of me. I mean, I have the capability to negotiate with a hungry toddler. And if I can do that, I can pretty much do anything. And in the words of my brilliant coach, Helen, it is perfectly normal to have these conflicting thoughts and emotions. It's how we are wired. And he's right. Because when I accept that this is normal to feel like this, I don't I feel better. And I hope you do as well. I hope that you feel better. Because how we are feeling, it is totally normal. It's to be expected. And if you're sat there going, this is me, this is me, hello, I'm here. And you're struggling to work out who you are and your identity. Or you're struggling with mum guilt then head on over and join us in A Cup of Confidence, which is my free Facebook group, where we talk everything, mindset, confidence, self-belief, the lot. I'll even put a link in the show notes and make it easy peasy lemon squeezy. And remember to leave me a review on iTunes if you enjoyed the show and tell me what you thought about the new format. And I shall see you next week. All being well. Love you lots. Ta-ra! Well, a big thank you to everybody listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. To learn more about the Cup of Confidence project, my online courses and one-to-one coaching, click the links below and get involved. If this is your first time listening, make sure that you subscribe and share this podcast and I'll catch you on the next episode. Have a fantastic week. Ta-ra for now.